Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. <laughs> Hello everybody and welcome to Great Touch for a big lad Probably should have gone in nearer the chorus, shouldn't you Greg? Yeah, well um, Hello everyone, I hope you're having a good footballing week, a good working week, a good family week uh, My name's James, I'm a QPR fan and season to go I went to QPR yesterday, we can have a chat about that at some point mm, Lovely, um, Craig is uh, here as well, Craig is from Cheshire Yeah um, Which is near Stoke He's Nantwich. a Stoke fan. Nantwich. 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 And a... Uh, season ticket holder. Yeah. We always push that little fact yeah, on this yeah. show. Patronising well. a little bit, isn't it? Mm. Anyway. Uh, no, I, I believe in it. I think I'm a season ticket. is, is good for football. All right. uh, and James Irwin is here as well. James Irwin is a Chelsea fan and... Season ticket holder. Dominic course. Lewis uh, can't be with us this week. Uh, why? He's at the football. He's, he's at Arsenal. He's at he's Arsenal. At Arsenal. He is a Brentford season. Season. Brentford season. Yeah, good gag. You can wait and say that, haven't you? Uh, Brentford season ticket holder, isn't he? But yeah. he, he also goes to many Arsenal games. He does, yeah, and he made the long trip to Newcastle. Yeah. 2-0 down at half-time. Yeah. Maybe we can give him a shout-out about that, because he was telling me how good uh, how good a trip that was. He yeah. seems despite, to enjoy the day. Despite losing. He yeah. loves a losing trip to the North East. For both Paul. of those, he should have been bitter about. Yeah. Hartlepool, Middlesbrough, and playoffs. It's one of Dunham's most famous comes back so stories. Hartlepool away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he lost three. He loves it, doesn't he? I think that's a, that's a good reflection of Dom as a, as a man. He's glass half four, really. Yeah. It's, all it's, all, yeah, it's all about the climbers. Miley said. Uh, we're going to be chatting. We've got a few pet hates. We've got a few of our usual bits and pieces. It's going to be a casual affair. Tonight, really, ca- really casual. Um, so much so, we might go to Google Trends. Because, we, to be honest... We just wanted to sit down and have a, have a catch up, and, mm. and you guys are here to, to join in, listen, enjoy, hopefully. And, and if you don't, then don't listen to it again. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Simple. Yeah. Well plugged. Um, that song there was probably the soundtrack to Craig's teenage years. Um, Khalees caught out there. Do you know what I was thinking when I heard that? It was kind of like a, a discreet shout out to like it was Hillary Clinton in a way. So that, that? Sh- Go on. Sh- shout out to, to women right. at the beginning, yeah. and then when you've been lied to by men, right. Trump. Yeah, getting political. Very political. Well, lied to by Bill as well. 
A couple of things we haven't figured out is uh, we've got an opening question which is related to that song. Uh, the main bit we thought it was called "I Hate You So Much" right now because it should be. It should yeah. be called that. Yeah, Kalisi missed the trick there. Um, and the reason we've got that as our opening question is because uh, Mauro Icardi yeah. is a nut job. <laughs> yeah. And um, he's been angering the uh, Italian fans, Inter uh, fans, the Inter fans in particular. Uh, for those who don't know him, he's a striker for Inter Milan, 23-year-old captain. He's the captain. I don't even know captain, that. Which is interesting. He's still well to get captain at that age. But yeah. he's not. He's not Italian, is he? Argentinian, right? I think. Strange. I'm he's assuming. Argentinian, yep, from Rosario, yeah. same place as lovely spot. Lionel Messi, lovely spot indeed. Um, so he's uh, gone into a bit of hot water. Well, it feels like hot water, but he doesn't seem bothered because he claimed in his recently published book, which is angered Owen initially. How did you have a book at 23 like when not? You know, okay, it's not no, like it's not like he's messy. I think Rooney did that as well. Yeah, yeah, a lot like of guys. 16. He's, uh, yeah, in a book that he's published, uh, he said that he clashed with the ultras at Inter Milan after one fan had ripped a jersey he'd given a small child from his hands after a match and thrown it back at the striker. And he also later then said uh, he would bring 100 criminals from Argentina. I love that. Criminals? Yeah. Does, does he know them personally or did you round them up? Were they friends? Are they all getting on the same flight? Yeah. It's going to be like Con Air. <laughs> it says a lot about him as a man, doesn't it? I'm gonna yeah. bring I know 100 yeah. criminals, I'm going to bring them over. Yeah. yeah. I don't know any. What is it? Yeah, the ultras replied. The ultras replied that they had 103. So now he's just oh, yeah. he's looking to find three more, <laughs> Shit, just find to match it up. What criminals or just ultras? It's criminals, I think. Yeah, hand just in to, hand, just hand, to have a proper match up. So they're having a criminal off, basically. A criminal off, indeed. indeed. Uh, and his repetition hit rock bottom when the Inter fans hung banners labelling him a mercenary and cheered his penalty miss in Sunday's two-one defeat to. Uh, have you ever, for whatever reason, cheered the misfortune of your club live at a game? No. Because I don't care how much you hate someone. I could never bring myself to cheer and miss Stoke penalty. Mm. I mean, there are, there are different levels of it. It's a grey area, Craig. I remember one of our few arguments um, had, was the, the Stoke QPR uh, a few years ago when we were able to oh, stay yeah. up in the Premier League. Oh, we had your yeah. last game at home, home. Yeah. Craig, mm-hmm. and you had nothing to play for. And we needed to win that. Mm. And for us, if, if we win that, the next year you get a lovely away day mm-hmm. in London where you reside. Yeah. Smart move. You would have thought that you stuck true to the fact that you wanted Stoke to win that game. I'll tell Even you Even though your friend is in turmoil, turmoil and needs the win and you couldn't be more mid-table. I spent 50 quid on a ticket to watch Stoke QPR. I'm hardly going to go cheering for QPR. It's just not don't in my... Go, it, it's, I don't, don't even go, yeah, no, I've 50 long... quid? Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. That's another fucking. This is a prem game. game. Yeah, disgusting. Jesus, outrageous. Let's not get into that. Um, pay. Yeah, massive pay. If I'm honest, I've moved on though. Craig hasn't. I have. How have you? Uh, so the question is: Is there a player <laughs> from your own team that you've ever hated? Jay, I think I know yours is. I think there's an obvious one. Isn't there with me um, and probably a lot of uh, English football fans. Go for it. Or Burnley. No, probably not Burnley, but Rangers. Rangers. <laughs> well, go Rangers. Right, so yeah. uh, Joey Barton. Um, in uh, probably, uh, I think it was our first podcast ever. 
which fortunately isn't available to listen to anymore because <laughs> it was shite. All right, I was quite happy with my performance in that one. <laughs> we were, yeah, that was it your was best, very that was your best serious. One. I've got down. It was so that. serious, wasn't it? We were trying to be like we had football scripts. pundits. We had scripts, yeah. essentially, for bits of it. It was. We were and uh, we were all really like rosy cheeked. You yeah. know, when you get when you're nervous. It was warm in that room, though. It was warm. It was summer, wasn't it? We'd all come with little notes. Didn't we? I, I did a bit of research. Yeah. I remember to this day that I researched Chris Lyne to join, uh, join Port Vale and I thought that'd be interesting to say. Yeah, yeah. And regular <laughs> listeners will, I think, be pretty aware that no, we don't, we don't really do notes. Don't, now. Need, don't need to. Yeah, the, yeah there's if a anything, bank we've of there. Yeah. Yeah. We've gone too far now. Actually. But if there's anybody that did what listen rather to our first ever podcast, let us know. And we'll reenact we it. Yeah, Sean, Billy, <laughs> <laughs> mates from school. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, is there a player that yeah Joey Barton for me uh, I, in that first podcast? I I think I called him scum. Um, <laughs> he, he is though, isn't he? Really, he, is, he is a there's something a little bit rotten about him. I don't know yeah. why that is, but there is something inside him. Maybe it's maybe it's pride um, because that might be reflected in the way that he plays because he's never not given a hundred percent or been brave enough to get on the football, but. He's always had a problem with rage. He's always uh, had a problem with, I guess, authority, and uh, he's always been, yeah, essentially, he's always been in the, trouble. The problem, I him, though. the problem is with him. He's he sticks his nose in where it's not, mm. like, he's, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. I, where I, it's not not necessary. He, he thinks, thinks, he's, he yeah, thinks exactly. he's cleverer than he is. Yeah, Barton does. He thinks he's an intellect, and he, he's yeah. not. He's not. I've had him on Question Time. Clearly, he's not. Than he's out his Big time out Clearly, he's he's not. Yeah, he's not the sharpest considering the last last season or the beginning of this season. Yeah. Anyone could do that. Uh, he uh, he's been putting bets on. Yeah. Does he not know the rules? Is he? Sure yeah. he does. He's probably trying to get around I it. So well, Craig Craig sort of tried the same scheme, didn't he? Sure, you know, yeah. Scottish betting. <laughs> yeah. Safe in it. Bet. Bet. Yeah. bet on Rangers, bet on Stick Sterling. a quid on something to win and you'll be in the black. I bet last night you put on, you know, probably about a quid on Real Madrid to, to beat whoever they're playing at 20, yeah. 25 yeah. to 1 on. 30 feet back, cash back. Yeah, three pocket that though. To be fair to me, he did nearly cost us uh, a place in the Premier League. He, you know, the Man City thing, he got headbutted and he lost his head completely. Yeah. And then he was like, I'm too good for you. And then I think, I think the podcast might have started, it was, might have been a year he'd. He'd come back. He was back in the squad. He'd had a year in Marseille, and then he came back. And he, he did grow to play, you, and he did. Yeah, he did like that. I did grow to respect it because he did come back, and he was a leader in that team. Uh, he was great for us overall. Uh, just that first season, he thought he was bigger than it than he was. But I think mm. he, I think he learned a lot from that. But it's obviously backfired. At but there was a the genuine point where a QPR player with the hoops on would enter the turf, loft his own. You thought, I don't like. You. Well. It was a case of I was a little bit lucky in that sense. There's de- definitely players that you are bemused at the fact that they are playing mm, mm. Uh, in the team. Um, but Barton was—he was never actually say that. The first couple of games when he was back in the team, it was bizarre. Him and Carl Henry, who'd had like a massive sort of spat on Twitter over years, all of a sudden were playing centre midfield together. It was just mm. so weird. But for a lot of the period that I really disliked him, um, he wasn't playing. But it took me, when he came back, it was the year we went up mm. again in the playoffs and he was brilliant uh, that season and I wouldn't sing his name, like even up to like March and then in the next season I was like, all right, let's yeah, move on. Joey, Happy yeah, to forgive him. Yeah, right on. Um, Erwin? 
We were discussing this before. I found this really difficult. This one's a hard question. It's really difficult because. No, that's that's yours. We, we all love John Terry. You're just going. Well, I said, this is this is what I said to to Craig. Basingwa. Basingwa. <laughs> yeah, Kamala. actually. Kamala. Yeah. Okay, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll get to mine. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to mine. But I, I said it's regardless of what kind of their history might be, because normally when you think of a player you hate, you're thinking of someone that's played for one of your rivals or you know has done something against you and then they might join you but I just think it's I found it really difficult because there's not really been anyone I hate you kind of Im, you kind of Im, embrace sort of you know anyone that you you, you bring in as a player because no they're playing for your club no 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 I'm not saying there's there's no one it's the closest Basinger yeah. is, is, is a good one oh, I think I've got yours Basinger is yeah, Craig said it earlier Basinger is, is a good one because I mean he was I, again, like you, it's how is how is this guy? How is this guy in our team? He is shocking, and he costs yeah, us seventeen. And, and million has no commitment or passion. Yeah, yeah, he won. He won the Champions League, yeah. but it shows how shit he is when he turned up at at your lot. Yeah, he's an absolute disgrace. Um, There's another the, one actually. Bissinger. Bissinger's yeah, one for us. The, the obvious. Despised. The obvious one for me was uh, probably because he came from Chelsea as well, right? Well, he just, like, he's sold. definitely helped. Yeah. He's sold. Oh, yeah. Definitely <laughs> <helped>. <laughs> um, And, I, and I, I don't hate him these days, but there was a time when Mikel was one where I just thought, <laughs> so like, how, how and why are you, are you I here? want another Chelsea fan's opinion. He can't be that bad. No, he, no, no, he's, 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 he's slightly more respected now, but there was a period where literally all he did was get the ball, spin round and pass it back. Do you know what, though? It's so I've got, it's good move, that I've, got a, um, I've got a pet hate. That is That's an early one. Very closely linked to that. Mikel. Do you want to do it in a, do it in a bit? Or do, do it in it a minute. Do it in a bit. We've been on this for 12 minutes now. That's, oh, right. That's your fault. Uh, yeah. So, so Mikel. Yeah, let's go with that. Right. Oh, I found it difficult. As yeah. I said. What about Winston Bogard? Yeah, but he never really played. So I couldn't really despise him on, yeah. on, on the pitch. And he was there for well, he was there for a while, but he was you know, just milking it, wasn't he? Raking, <laughs> raking it in. Yes. <laughs> okay. Struggle with this as well. Yeah. This is one of the hardest open questions ever. Well, and you came up with it as well. Yeah, I know. I just thought it was quite a good link to that story and, and whatnot. But um, I'm going to chuck a couple out there. This is harsh because he's a great player. But, but <laughs> It's been really hard. I've got a list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, see what I've done there. But um, Arliga Johnson was briefly... How dare you? Briefly oh at Stoke. How the The most underrated player of all time. He was briefly at Stoke, right? And when he came to Stoke, he'd, he'd got a great career. And he came to Stoke and just got the impression he could not be fucked. He was fat. And he, he come on. He, he just, always was a bit chunky. But he was, was just, no, he was really fat. Yeah, he was really. Was he fat. Mido fat? I think hate. I like I said, I did struggle with this, and hate's a very over the top word finder. But he didn't give a shit. He didn't give a shit about the club. He, I don't know why he was there. I think he wanted to keep himself vaguely in the spotlight. So he could get if Iceland ever yeah. made an international tournament, and it worked. Yeah, right so well done. Well done and the closest one I've got to hate is probably Dave Kitson, because <laughs> okay. he he was. A miserable bastard that would let it be known that if he was unhappy with the manager's choice and all that When we got battered um, against Chelsea seven nil at Stamford Bridge, seven nil, he was subbed. And you think rightly fair. We ain't lost we lost six. Right. But um, rightly he was subbed. I think you can't argue that when you get bad. And, and he, he threw a right little tantrum, stormed off down the tunnel <laughs> and I was just about to kick in the high game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was gonna pull it back in. And yeah, he he just I don't know. He, he, he's an odd character, and um, a lot of people are convinced he is the secret footballer, the famous um, book. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's a lot of things in there that when I read it, I'm reading it as though he's slagging off Stoke, slagging off Pulis, who I love. That's and bastard. yeah, not a fan nah. of Dave. He's the closest I've got. And he just he cost us five million our first season up, and everything was resting on him. And he was quickly dropped for Mamadou Dibi. 
<laughs> yeah. He did a good job actually that year. So he's got an ice cream shop now. Uh, no, um, pastry shop in Sorry. Hanley, Stoke. Wait, who does? Mama Sadiva. Yeah, really? He, he settled in the area because he loved it so much. Got the uh, jingle board there, Craig. It's if you double click it's home button oh, here. Right. Clever. Okay. That is. Okay. Forgot the old the other jingle board, haven't we? I don't yeah, know if the, it's, yeah, there's no weekend round about that. It's been around. It's it's, it's in the dead. twilight, isn't it? Yeah. It's like it's the Stuart Pierce when he's at West Ham with iPads. Is that is that the only use of it these days? Is it just for the jingle board? Oh, completely. Yeah. yeah. That's all for it can. Years. That's all it can. Three years. Yeah. You've got to, you can't overuse these kind of guys mm. when it gets to that point. Old school. If I can give that analogy. Um, we, the weekend roundup. Um, it'll just be a general catch up, but uh, I'm going to go with random. There's a random button on the jingle board. But let's see what happens. Go for it. Can't touch this. <laughs> can't touch this. There you go. So that was the weekend roundup. That, yeah, that's the weekend roundup jingle for this week. Um, so yeah, the weekend's been and gone, so we won't go too far with that. Although Chelsea looking good. We'll look forward in a uh, second to Chelsea uh, Man United because I think that is quite an intriguing yeah. game. Um, let's talk about a game that wasn't intriguing. Oh, Manchester yeah. United versus Liverpool. I was, was a, so bad. I missed this. You guys I missed it. Watched it on Match of the Day I'm, and the highlights were like, it was almost laughable. I was really looking forward to that game because I had last week at work and then over the weekend and then the brainwashing Monday, by Sky Sports was incredible. Yeah, yeah, Red Monday, but yeah, Monday I had a had a tough day at work and I thought right, I'm gonna go home, have a couple of beers, really enjoy this game of football. Red Monday. It was absolute dross. Yeah, why was it so bad? Because well, Man United didn't try to play. Didn't did turn they? up. Did they? No, they yeah, did they turn did, up. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't try to. Did they? Play. Did the Mourinho bus thing? Did that really occur? He's renowned for it away at those big games. He yeah. looks to draw those and then comes back to But you, you, you know what? Ways. That was the first time, and, and this kind of this kind of is is my is is my pet hate because I, I can say this now. But okay. my, my my pet hate is I fucking hate it when people park the bus. <laughs> clubs park the bus. I but, you know because I've not put up with it, but it, it worked for for us for so many years. But I wanted to watch that game. As the neutral and and really enjoy you know a three two or three or whatever I mean, yeah. you know, just or maybe even just a game that you know was was fast flowing and as soon as you saw the team watch. you were just like come on Jose I I, I understand yeah. it when um, I don't know term, smaller clubs do it so you know if you've got I don't know Burnley go away to Man United Man City they can park the bus as much as they want but when you've spent yeah. that sort of money I don't think you can when park spoiling the bus. everyone's fun when you've got the most expensive player in the world playing you don't just sit there and try and get you know try try and play the game like that but you know to be fair to Man United it, it worked they got a point which you know I was expecting Liverpool to win that game but then again I should have thought about it and I think that puts huge pressure on the Chelsea game now then yeah Giggs actually like... said afterwards he said well you know we've got a draw out of this game we need to now go and beat Chelsea and we need to go and beat They've got Galatasaray on, on Thursday yeah and then they've got Man City on, on Wednesday next week in the um, in the League, League Cup. Cup, so they've got they've got quite a few. They've got a lot of games or in in ten days, four games in ten days, and they're not small games. Yeah, because uh, if they say they lose to Chelsea and Man City win, they're eight points off mm. after nine games. Mm. I mean, that's. Do you that's feel that? Enough, do you feel it? that Mourinho? You know, in the, the kind of the arc of his career, he's obviously had peaks all over the place, and you just can't help but think he is on a it a, a genuine genuine like decline at the moment he's not gonna I think something's gone he's no, lost no, a spark I, I, I don't may, know what it is maybe a little bit but I think 
particularly this year, you look at the the Premier League, right? And and it's not just seven, seven, well, six or seven really you know top quality sides, but each one of those have got a quality manager as well. It's the first time he's come up against that amount of of, of class, and it's it's there in abundance. I also think football's moved on a little bit to a point where these top teams part of their uh, part of their plan is to outwork the other team like yeah uh, Antonio Conte his is isn't his philosophy like eat grass and like <laughs> eat yeah. grass can't do that <laughs> yeah right, no yeah. it's dangerous um, cow can it's got four stomachs but uh, no as in like work 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 yeah you know oh yeah like he's, he's, he's all over that and the fitness same with Spurs same with uh, Liverpool same with um, if you look at Arsenal and how they beat Chelsea, it was that is that intensity, that pressure, that, that hard yeah. work, that and the quality, Guardiola, the quality too, and and you couldn't do it in return. But now yeah. with the team that you're playing, where you have got Kante and Matic, you you got a team that both works for Hazard because he doesn't have to do that work anymore, yeah. and allows Kante to do do as much work as he can. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why people like Moses it's working for him now and it's working for Alonso because you've got guys who work really really hard in that Man United team I I think you've got a lot of individuals I'm not sure you've got enough guys who can work at that intensity and that's what's that's what's bringing success now I think I saw a stat that um, I mean Ball Street actually put this up Jay um, but that Man right. United were the the lowest distance covered so far in the Premier League this Man United. is that right yeah. I'm, not, I'm not surprised with that at all something like they were definitely down there I think Palace were second but, but yeah in terms of combined distance run the players mm. on the pitch because a lot of people wanted to win the ball high up the pitch if you've got Ibrahimovic up top you know you're not going to you can't press like that yeah you're not going to play the high the high press now, maybe that and you're not also not going to be able to move be fluid as a as a formation because he's not going to like drift over to play on the left wing for a bit and then play. He won't do that. He's that target. Mourinho teams tend to not have that fluidity. It's more kind of power and, and yeah. sort of aggression, particularly through the middle. Hence why he's bought a Pogba to essentially bully his way through. And we kind of had that when we had at Chelsea. When we had, I guess, like Essien, Lampard, Balak. That's a powerhouse of a midfield. Yeah, and I tell you, what, there's still Mkhitaryan hasn't played yet. He, he can't, un- you can't underestimate. That's it. a football mystery. Maybe we'll come to that. I don't know why they bought him. And he's, I know he he's, been, he's been injured. But... He's, yeah, and he's been coming back. And, um, but yeah, I've been, I've been a bit surprised. But the team that he picked was Fellaini. Was, it was fearful, which is not. It must be difficult for Man United fans to to swallow because they used to. Even if they, even in games like Arsenal games where they clearly didn't have as good a team, but they would they would go and be be bullish, and they were a bit bullish. But they, in terms of going forward, they were really, really poor. And they've got they have got a lot of names though. But I just it seems like a disjointed team at the moment. They got a, I mean their squad's ridiculous. Yeah. Right. When yeah. when you look at it, but you know maybe that's just a sign of it's a sign of the times these days. You know they're not. Particularly a team like Liverpool this this season. If you if you go for for Liverpool, they're going to pick you apart. They're going to pick you apart. So maybe that was the sensible way to go. A, a draw, getting a point away at Liverpool, doesn't look bad so yeah, far this season when you, when you look at it that well. way. Maybe, yeah. maybe it was just the fact of kind of how the game went. So if it was a two all or whatever, we would have said you know great game, Man United. They went for it. Yeah. Whereas yeah, they didn't really have an attempt. The one thing I remember was. Ibrahimovic 
had a had a header and he absolutely messed it up. I think with the draw, it's a draw's only as good as the the results that surround yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Like if, for example, Arsenal uh, beat Burnley and everyone's going, so what, lads? Wouldn't have won this last year. Everyone's like, oh well, now we've got these leaders. We're winning games with cheating handballs. Yeah. Like, it's bollocks. If they win, if they draw against Swansea, it means nothing. Then yeah. they're like. We haven't won in two. Yeah. And we haven't beaten Burnley or Swansea. What's wrong with us? They but then you beat, beat... Sorry. Yeah, right. But, but I know what you mean. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, we go, we've got four points out of this. We needed six points. There you go. Yeah. Uh, but but they did win those two. So it kind of... It it turns it around. Like The result is everything. And that's an obvious point. But for Man United, uh, when they've they've already lost two games... And and only won half of them so far. And this is Mourinho who wanted to go and win the league. If they don't beat Chelsea, well, look, in I, a tough away game, I feel then uh, it's not looking good. I think um, the the game on Sunday, I'm obviously looking forward to and intriguing. Just purely because, well, look, Mourinho's Mourinho comes back. I'm, I'm Will still, he get a, a round of applause? I, 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 I don't Did know. I think it's Calvary? yeah. I think it would be a, I think it'd be a clap, but there might be some that that are torn. I, I don't know. <laughs> But um, you know he's coming back with with Man United, which is going to be is going to be tough. But the great thing is, would you clap atmosphere is going to be awesome. Um, I'd, I'd clap. He's yeah. the greatest manager in the history of Chelsea. I'm going to clap. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm going to clap. I mean, it's not like he's going to come but, back to England with, with not a big club. Yeah, but obviously. as soon as soon as as soon as that whistle uh, to start the game is it goes off, right? It's I think the atmosphere is going to be is going to be electric, and I hope we really go for it. Hope we go for it. Yeah. But um you know, I, I feel like it's set up for Mourinho to nick a one nil. Yeah, I agree, yeah. Do you think? Yeah. yeah. Um, of course it is. That leads well on to my uh, football turn on. Again, we don't have the jingle, so let's go random again. Because that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> let's just do that from now on. Uh so my football turn on this week is uh it fits well with the the booing or the clapping. I just press random again, it was Jaws, yeah. Mm. <laughs> That's that jingle board doing its job. My, calm down anyway. Uh, my, Seriously, get on with it. it. Yeah. Football turn on <laughs> this week. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. My football turn on this week uh, is about booing or clapping, and uh, it's it's the fact that Gary O'Neill, you know Gary O'Neill, midfielder, mm-hmm. um, he's playing for Bristol City now. Yeah. And we played them yesterday. Oh, we yeah. played them yesterday. Nice Great win. win. Yeah, played really win. well. Delighted. The sort of first uh, shoots of something exciting there. And he, Gary O'Neill, he got sent off in the playoff final. Yeah. And yeah. the playoff final that we won. Yeah. Um, and we had to play with 10 men, got a winner in the last, last minute. Was that his last game? That was last game for us, yeah. yeah. He got, got released and um, went to Norwich then last year. Uh, now he's at Bristol. Anyway. Um, he came over and uh, I was like oh Gary Neal's playing and I was thinking well, like he didn't do too much for us today. he seemed like a nice enough bloke but yeah didn't, didn't do anything but from getting sent off in that game but he took one for the team with that sending off yeah. it wasn't like a, oh yeah it was clean it wasn't through it was a stupid it? tackle yeah the guy was clean through yeah. anyway he came over for a corner and the roar for him it was like, everyone just clapping him it was absolutely amazing I was Love thinking that. who else on the planet has been sent off in a major final and in this last game and that's his, probably his most noteworthy thing 
And then the next time he comes, he gets a round of applause. Not once when he did a corner, twice. <laughs> and he came back again, he got a second round it's... of applause. And by the third time, there was a couple of people who went, and everyone was like, oh, come on, we can't be doing this every single time. But I thought that was brilliant. That is class. I guess it's circumstances, but that, yeah, that, you're right, that doesn't happen very often. You get that so sometimes where you get like, it's almost like a cult hero that yeah. it's not done nearly enough to kind of warrant accolade and stuff, but there, there are cults for that club because we had a player called um, haircuts make a big difference we, we or had, looks do you know what I mean we had Gino Padula oh god I've, you know I've literally just forgot his name but we had, a, we had a player for Stoke that we signed I've got to find his name but anyway he came in for Stoke um, in the season we got promoted via the playoffs we beat Brentford in the final Deal and burn. he little dig there no, no. Nah, just, just a bit <laughs> of a reference point and then um, we played Cardiff in the semi-final and he'd apparently as soon as he got to Stoke he, his lung collapsed and he was in <laughs> hospital for months and then eventually he got his way back to fitness. I thought he was going to play there. I've got to play. So he, so he, he kind of he worked his way back to fitness. He made the odd super pinch here and there, but did nothing. Then in the playoff semi-final, we were one all in extra time. We had a free kick. James O'Connor, you remember him, Burnley? No, he played Stoke. He struck the free kick and it hit him on the arse and went in. <laughs> and then he never played for us again. And he's like the guy. What, what was he looking at? <laughs> he yeah, just faces the wrong way. I can't even forget his name. He's like a Stoke legend. And um, Stoke legend. he just doesn't do the tag, but yet it's funny. And he does get the tag of a Stoke legend. Wow. What is he called? That's too Merton. We do. Um, we do this. And I guess it happens for right. most. Let's know at GC Four. Who is the player that Craig is? I'm annoyed. I don't know that because I'm a yeah. big Stoke fan. Uh, 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 at half time. <laughs> at half time. Do you? Do we occasionally bring on. You know, you bring on legends of the club, right? And they do a do a lap. Will he get that? Will he come back? Oh, and mate, do he, a lap? He'd be loved it because it's a tad ironic, but he was a massive goal at the time. <laughs> it's just funny. Yeah, it was amazing. That was yeah. That was my football turn. The other football turn I had because um, that one just came came into my head. The other one was. Um, we had some German fans a couple of rows behind me. Oh, nice. And um, they were speaking in German throughout the whole game. And I was, uh, I was like, oh, they're not, they're not normally, they're not normally here. Great. That, that's not. I'm normal, quite then. welcoming of. Uh, I, I'm the same. I quite like I'm the same. Yeah. I like being to be impressed by my club. Yeah, oh, this yeah. is a lovely club. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. West Ham fans don't like it. Do they not? Apparently not. Okay. That's I've heard those rumours as well. Um, so yeah, the, we had a. About four German fans behind us. Anyway, Sebastian Polter came on in the last couple of minutes uh, in the game that we won, 1-0. And uh, we have a song for him. We've got big fucking German. We've got a big fucking German. And I've always thought, I wonder if that's offensive or yeah, not. Yeah, does he like that? that? Is it? Yeah. I don't I don't know. But the German guys behind us, like, leapt up. <laughs> they were just screaming, big fucking German. We've got a fucking German, and they loved it, and I like that because it's nothing vicious. It would have been nice if they started singing it in German and everyone else followed. That'd yeah, great, wouldn't it? that is good. Cool. Next time, Grosser Puchen. Just went scales there. Yeah, they are. But second football tournament. I completely agree with that. Whenever because often it's Stoke being in the Premier League, like a big boy shit. You often get tours of um, you know a, a school might come from America or whatever right. and you can all see them that they sit in a, a particular block and you can spot them a mile off because they've all got matching tracksuits on yeah, yeah, and I don't yeah. know why when you walk past them I just want to say please love my club yeah. please love my you, club whenever it's a one really, pound know you know sometimes you used to have like one pound games yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, we had it a few times it'd always be a nil nil draw it'd always be rubbish yeah constantly or whenever you took a mate to footy that wasn't a fan of Stoke or QPR or Chelsea or whatever I was dying for Stoke to impress them. They come and go, I want to be a Stoke fan now. London to impress them on that. Probably yeah. happens now. <laughs> yeah. What was, if, you've uh, got, what, if you've got Joey Allen. What was yeah. amazing about yesterday was um, we haven't won at home since the first game of the season. And 
the chemical, I don't know, release and and the chemical change. Sexual, I don't know. <laughs> the chemical chemical change in your body and your feelings and your emotions. Because I it takes me about an hour to get to the game and get back now. Because I live somewhere different and. I don't know why I thought that was funny. Because <laughs> I live somewhere different. <laughs> and, um, and if you're on the way back, that journey's crap. Yeah. If you don't win the game. And it was so much more enjoyable uh, yes, last night because we'd, cause we'd won the game. It was incredible. And I was thinking, you must have felt that as well on Saturday. Yeah, because I come all the way. Well, I often travel from Stoke to London stuff. And if we lose, that journey is just infuriating. Stoke Sunderland, that, mm. was, that was such an important game. Yeah, it was massive. Yeah. We did it. We thoroughly deserved it. Sunderland are, in Stoke's Awful. seven and a just bit over years in the Premiership, that's the top five worst teams, teams Stoke have played. I had them as going down. They, they're going down. I had them as staying up comfortably and embarrassed myself because they were out. fucking awful. They were so bad. What more was all right? I, I think you see, you'll see see the worst of Premier League clubs between October and December. Maybe. That's where you see how really awful they are because they're starting to get a bit tired. Sunderland it's must like, be... Confidence is low. The Sunderland fans must be getting oh. thoroughly pissed off with the first sort of half of each season yeah. because they're, they're absolutely abysmal. They're, and then, they're and then they just turn club. it on. I don't I think understand. It's the There's clubs like Stoke, Palace, Swansea. Yeah. Um, you can think of others that have, have had that kind of decent mid-table consistency and Sunderland just can't get... They had it briefly under Peter Reid mm. in the 90s but that's about it. They're just constantly shit in the Premiership. I don't, I don't know why they shouldn't be, but they just are. And, and, uh, yeah, I said uh, I didn't see the David Moyes thing working, and it's Moyes. not. He I just agree. looks. Yeah. It must be. He's clueless, this is awful. Isn't he? Yeah, but yeah, do you know what? I, I nearly stopped myself saying that because if you're losing games, you do look clueless, don't you? Mm. But and, no, and, you but don't, no, and you're not smiling, are you? Yeah, but I, I'm not just talking about games. That some of the signings they made were just. Like what? What? What are they? Yeah. <laughs> what are they? What yeah. are you doing? Yeah. Um, Hull as well got absolutely battered by. Yeah, we got Hull next year. Finally, Hull. Finally, Hull. Punching well above the way. Well above the way. So well the way being, being mighty Hull. Yeah. Hull, huge club. Born was tiny. Tiny. <laughs> Somehow <laughs> being Somehow being them. How can we keep doing that? I don't know. <laughs> when did they become a big club? Three years, isn't it? Hull. No, barely. Born. Uh, Sorry, I struggle to remember the your question? When do they become a big when club? When do we stop saying they? they're pathetic tiny boys? Oh, right, no, when they expand the ground. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> In fact, I read up that. on that because I'm, I've said so this before. I'm really um, I'm obsessed with capacities and attendances, and I read that they had planning permission to expand it to 14,500. 14. But because they don't own the ground, 14. it was. Um, come on. Because they don't own the ground? <laughs> Who owns it? Uh, some of the councillors on it. I don't know. How? I didn't read into that detail, but uh, either way, they didn't have the rights to move on with the expansion because they don't have the rights. Do you know that shows the the how irrelevant football fans are now? This is yeah, it's so true. You don't need, it's you so. Have- One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You could be playing to four people. It wouldn't matter. Yeah. Because the TV deals are so huge. Yeah, it's true. They feed each other, I guess. It does matter. It does matter. It does matter. It only matters when you're... It's isn't it? Yeah, I suppose. But yeah, in, in financial terms, you have to be a giant of a club for gate receipts to be significant. Yeah. Mm. Really. Stoke, it doesn't deep that make a difference. Do you, do you know, that reminds me of... Um, how's your app going with the <laughs> attendance app? Yeah, oh, yeah. We discussed this. Um, off the ground. I, where can we, where can we get it? You're going on Dragon's Den, aren't you? I need to, it's for those that didn't listen, listen app, to this particular sure. podcast, I'm obsessed with, as I've just mentioned, attendances. And it's so hard to find on the BBC website. Pain, you have yeah. to go to the official website of the club often to get the attendance. And I think it's such a vital statistic from a game of football. Mm. Is that just me? You guys agree? Uh, I couldn't care less. Couldn't yeah, I'm, not, oh, I'm obsessed I'm with I'm not fussed. I'm obsessed with <laughs> you know, yeah. like, As long as you're happy. The, the attendances have recently gone down. <laughs> the atmosphere's been crap. Yeah, I I know that because <laughs> I've been there. It's not there. just Stokes. It's not just Stokes. It's just in general. It's like, oh God, my sweet I'm sorry, much. Ooh. I don't know. I love it. Very mm. I love it. Let's know if you are like Craig and you just enjoy. If you're a, what's this? What's all this? Is it the train spotting of football, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. Compa- yeah, and you're a capacity watcher. Yeah. Are you a capacity spotter. My my friend and frequent listener Ben Stevens um, completely agreed with me. Spotter? Is he what? Is he a capacity spotter? I think he is because he agreed with my point that it's difficult to find and it's nice to know. So I was happy I had a bit of backup. You figured out who this Stoke player is yet? Um, I've been Googling it, it's not popping up. Uh, we'll, find it, we'll find it by um, the end of I've the I've got, end I've of got, the got show. a pet ache, can I quickly do it? Go, I've got links, one too. It links to the weekend roundup. Mm. Um, you can do it now, you can do the random jingle yeah, thing. Um, let me just randomise this. You just pressed the random button, do you? Yep. So yeah, we, we have a right. jingle one. Here we go. The, the pet ache jingle is obviously. Can't touch this. Oh, twice, twice now. Do it again. Okay. That random. The pet eight jingle is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, kind is of. Is it a comedy one? Yeah, an ominous jaws for the football turn on, <laughs> <laughs> and that for the pet eight. Um, so what it is? I don't know if people agree with this, but I I get really frustrated when football fans and more specifically football media demand entertainment from a football game and are annoyed when it's dull and shit. So Man United drew a Liverpool nil-nil mm. and there's almost an outcry from the media that they're, they're wound up that these clubs didn't produce something. Like like they should have agreed to say, right, this is going to be a 4-3 thriller. This is after be ace. And it's like, they don't owe you fucking anything, Daily Mail. These clubs, uh, Marina, for example, come to get a point, that's what they want it. Yeah. It doesn't owe you anything. Who gives a shit if Bob in, from Newcastle for, found it a dull game? Fuck off. I just, I don't know why... There was a video on Copper Nightly and uh, a YouTube channel don't check it out go to Ball Street and <laughs> it was about um, basically they'd done all the legwork and, and got uh, talking about Bill Bay and how big this game is it's different to any other game mm. it's a game you can't lose and then it was an absolute different. shitter yeah. and so they had loads of footage from fans all over the world watching this game and it being rubbish and the name of the video was do fans deserve more yeah. the fiercest rivalry in football fuck off you've yeah. got so like I'm, I'm a Stoke fan I've got no rights to Man United Liverpool being a good game it's just football, it? sport it was shit a lot of Damn those games it. do tend to be that way because yeah, the, 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 both the sides are so evenly matched and you know a point is, is huge these yeah. days when you're playing away 
But I, I know I moaned about it a little bit, but I was just. Yeah, well, no, no, you're allowed to moan about no, it. It's just not you don't, it was don't expect it. Don't, right. don't yeah, feel yeah, that you yeah, deserve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's gone down well with you, Jay. That that pay. Um, you, you can moan and say it's a shit game, but I don't know. It's, it's a lot of the social media accounts. Paddy Power slated it. Oh, sorry, Paddy Power. We do apologise. We'll make sure it's run at the table next time. Well, they probably want a shitload of money. Yeah, they probably did. They probably did. So that, that's my pay. I've got pay. You haven't got pay. I have. Oh, you have got pay. Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't well, take it. Haven't got one. Haven't got one. <laughs> Do you My pet, which we were talking about. Yeah, go on, give me a randomizer. Okay. You hit the randomizer for me, Craig. Kind of works. Stop that. And repeat. My pet hate this week. And uh, oh, and you're coming under this category, I'm afraid. Oh, so you dear. Said, oh, Damn you. People scapegoating defensive midfielders. Carl Henry at QPR is getting hammered and before him it was I can't remember his name his surname was McMahon there's so many defensive mid- so defen- defensive mid- Gareth Barry Glenn Whelan why Glenn do I Whelan. go like this I'm not a defensive midfielder Mikel right. <laughs> slagging off Mikel I'm not saying he's good no I'm slagging him off but, uh, we're going around in circles that's it, but that's the thing so what annoys me about it is that they expect you know, defensive they expect midfielder, the strengths of a defensive midfielder are they play it simple they win the ball they're, they're generally or I guess physically strong or they cut out stuff yeah. they do the simple things and allow allow mm. better players to, to do their stuff I agree if you don't have those great playmakers and there, there becomes this new pressure on that defensive midfielder and that's what happens with Carl Henry Carl Henry is a good solid pro who last year looked rubbish when he was playing with another defensive midfielder. But if he was playing with someone like Ali Fowlin, who we all know is the greatest footballer on the planet, a great playmaker, he looks good because he goes and wins the ball and gives it to a better player. That's what he, mm. That's who he is. That's what he's about. But So the pressure that gets put on them and the lack of understanding often, and not really having to get you out of it, I'm just saying that it happens, and it happens a lot at QPR, the, the abuse that someone like Carl Henry gets is completely unfair in the game these guys are just slagging off every time he gets the ball and someone else there was a the ball played yesterday it just went out awful but it wasn't him no one, no one did anything and if it was they would have gone mad and then there was one moment in the game where um, we have a few uh, mixed race players and someone the same guy was going fucking hell Henry it wasn't him it was someone else <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, yeah. I, I completely agree. It's, it's an unglamorous position where... I don't know, they're in that position because they're good tacklers often as opposed to footballers. And, I, and they so get so I think that's for, moved. I think that's changed slightly, a little bit. I think, slightly. I, think, I, think, I, think I think they've moved on now where they have to be good footballers. Yeah. Whereas before it was... Like a Makaleli was... Yeah, he was decent, I, but he broke the shit. ball up and just gave it yeah. five yards. And I tell you what, in a successful team, you love that player. Of course you do. And, yeah. and people go, well, you know, how, how brilliant. You kind of you need but one it, of those. You do. I think it's it's moved on a little bit. You need to be able to play th- yeah, a, at the top a little level, bit more. You can't carry players like that anymore. Yeah. But what I would say is that often in a team that's struggling, it's not actually his fault. It's usually the guy next to him it's, who plays the odd good ball but doesn't mm. get on the ball enough and then, it's an easy target yeah, it's an easy it's target, an easy target. And what, no, goals. we had a similar kind of situation I'm a massive defender of Glenn Whelan and he comes in for a lot of stick from Stoke fans this season we had formations where we had Mbula, Joe Allen Boyan and Glenn Whelan often Mbula. playing in, 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 <laughs> playing in the vague kind of a square or whatever with maybe Boyan up top or whatever 
obviously in Bula Allen and Bojan were just like charge forward because that's what they do that's their game leaving Wheeler exposed and then he gets slaughtered for it because he can't do it on his own that's it Doesn't I think it? you've got to understand that, that lack of understanding in football fans is very frustrating yeah sometimes. grow up all of you and it think is about often it. the DM takes the hit DM yeah Bob Bradley Bob. Bob. I just said a very good answer. Bob Bradley. Bob Lost his first game. You know what? He speaks. Standard first game. Yeah. Against a team that you're not expected to win, but the guys, they, they really worked hard. How, <laughs> how old is he? Because I heard something he's got 35 years' experience in coaching. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't look that old. No, he, he looks, looks like he's 12 when he started. 50, doesn't he? He looks like a testicle, doesn't he? A single testicle. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of. I guess maybe it's their age. Um, old people what's the word no. old managers testicle looking people. aspects to managers Roy Hodgson yeah born saggy saggy scrape yeah Harry Redknapp probably the same yeah Bob Bradley <laughs> slightly different there's more Redknapp. kind of he's bald yeah there's a, a there's a game thing. managers what they look like Ronald Koeman lesbian Claire Balding <laughs> Claire Balding Roberto Martinez Dom it's like Dominic. And yeah. people say we don't prepare for the show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah? Listen to uh, this. You know, Klopp looks like Jeremy Corbyn's brother. It's because of the beard. Do you think he yeah. does? Hairy face. A little bit. Not, not a huge bit, but a little bit. Also, Ving looks like Sideshow Bob's brother. In the Simpsons. <laughs> does he? I think he does. In my mind, he does. Good. <laughs> similar nose, aren't he? I love lookalikes. Anymore? Pulis. Testicle. Yeah. Just like wearing a hat. Do you have to be bald? Just be bald, basically. Yeah, like yeah. Okay. You can um, imagine Pulis when he's not wearing his hat, just being like a maths teacher. Yeah. Seems a bit yeah. plain and boring. We know he's not. Head, like deputy head. Don't cry. Not head, but like takes it too seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's the deputy head, but he's the stricter one of the two. Yeah. The head's quite cool and down with the kids, whereas Pulis is like fucking nutter. Yeah. You know. Do you know what I'd like to see? Pulis one time just wear his hat. Backwards. Yeah. <laughs> on, on this time of a game in management. Just do a dab. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, football mistress, Craig. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. This was this was your. Where did this come from? James all got an idea for football <laughs> mysteries. Yeah, which I thought, yeah. And I said you lead it. Um, I'll lead it via your introduction to it. So James. So Jose Mourinho said what? <laughs> Liverpool, right. Liverpool were like, uh, <laughs> aren't the last wonder of the world. And you mistakenly thought that a wonder of the world is a, a mysterious, sort of mysterious thing. thing. Yeah. When it's not, when yeah. it's a literal yeah, it's object. Like, it's wonderful. I the pyramids. Mm. Yeah. Taj Mahal. I also said we should correct Jose, and you know, he should have said the eighth wonder of the yeah. world, shouldn't he? Really. That's the phrase, isn't it? Yeah. So, you know, so, don't, don't do it again. So yeah, you've only had to drive, don't you? So via that, J four. It doesn't work now, but via no, we, that, we came up with a few funny ones. Didn't yeah, we, we initi- thought we'd initially. look at football mysteries. We've got some series ones. Let's solve them now. Let's and just get it done. Some Stop pissing about. Funny ones. I mean, the the obvious one is how how does Lee Catmull get his shorts up that high, and how do they stay there? Elastic. Are you sure? Really tight, specially made elastic shorts. I guess. I reckon he taped them. Do you, so when, you know when you do your socks but he does his yeah, shorts like he does that, that with his shorts the garter has he just got odd hips Which is, he's got like a really odd torso yeah maybe that is a mystery so the tape solved done that's up um, we'll jump to a serious one Ronaldo the Brazil Ronaldo in the 98 World Cup final that's a big mystery now I, I, I refuse to believe refuse like a cat I, I, I don't believe that Nike really pushed him to play in that game no chance like the manager 
take that. I reckon he went out on the smash the night before. I was <laughs> just really hungover. Yeah. I still, do you know, I still yeah, one. Well, now I know. Imagine that. Do you, all right, too. Yeah, do you know when you play Sunday League football and, you know, it's, it doesn't really matter the context of your life and you, you're out the night before you have one and another and you get smashed. Imagine that at the World Cup final. But some, get carried but, away. But sometimes, yeah, that, <laughs> but sometimes it makes you play amazingly and other times it just means you are yeah. absolutely dreadful. I think it was the latter. Or in Ronaldo's case, yeah, get kind of half dropped, half not. Or maybe he was just it. maybe he was just still kind of he was still pissed and it was just, you know, just He just come in he come into the dressing room turned as well kick off, just fucking hammered, late, <laughs> not dressed properly, that's what I could say. Um so I d I don't think it was Knight that forced him to play in that final. So what do you think it was? He was pissed. That you, you agree with Yeah, me? should we go with that? Yeah. That's yeah. a lie. Here's a mystery. Apart from pundits and managers, mm-hmm. where do ex-pros go? Oh. They just disappear, That's a good they? What do they do? Where are they I love, I love the, the players from the 70s that just buy a pub. A lot of yeah. just bought a yeah, pub, no didn't more. they? Doesn't happen anymore. I don't know. Do, do There's so many ex-pros. They must be doing stuff. I never see them. Because decent money. Maybe, maybe the media's that big. Yeah, I know, yeah. And the amount of players as well. What would you have to do after you retire? Well, let's get into the media. There's only so much no, more of these. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. More, probably more of these opportunities, yeah. really. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, there's only so much media players can get into. I tell you that who did the best was uh, Neil Mellor. Oh yeah, got in there early. Oh, for for his status yeah. of a very and average. Dean Ashton tried to do the same thing. Yeah, really, really not really working out for him, is it? That's a good one. That no, some of the best one. Who's the guy um, who Property. went to who who does the football in in the US? Is it Robbie Musto? Yeah, yeah, he's, like, he's big time over yeah. there, isn't it? Did John Barry got there early as well? Warren yeah. Barnes over Warren there. Warren Barnes, I know Newcastle. Yeah, uh, Gale, um, Robbie Earl. Oh, so yeah. oh yeah, Robbie. <laughs> That's a good gig, isn't it? A foreign kind of country where football's not quite as big. English speaking, if you can, you can um, say whatever the fuck you wanted to, and you'd get away with yeah, it, wouldn't you? We believe, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Definitely. That's a good line. Nineteen sixty-six. Did it cross the line? Didn't did it. Uh, no, no, it didn't. Yeah, if Sky proves it, it, it did. Sky proves it, it did. I don't think it did. I think it's quite obvious. I don't know how the debate rolled on. We won the World Cup fine, but it definitely didn't cross the line. From my eyes, anyway. Yeah, we would have won 3 2 anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, we'll do it. Um, Can a player really do it on a cold Tuesday night? Start? Loads of players have done it on a <laughs> cold Tuesday night. Yeah. Is there anyone you've gone? He's done it, he? No one can say that to him anyway. Um, it's a good it's long enough to be. Um, Deborah Bar scored a cracker on Lots Tuesday of Stoke night, players so. have done it on the cold Tuesday night. Yeah. It's not against Stoke, though, is it? Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Were, could Gerard and Lampard actually play together? Probably not. Probably not. They occupy the general same. Well, I think they, it, they it could. They, they, logic, need, they needed. Um, they needed that defensive midfielder, didn't they? Just no, they did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they kind of did. Go for it. You never another game. Yeah, parachute man. It's too late, wasn't it? Yeah. How did Leicester win the league? Yeah. That is mind blowing. Still. We, we were going to talk about Leicester a little bit, weren't we? I guess it's kind of going back to weekend roundup, but they're, they're doing very well in the Champions, in the Champions League. league we should mention that. Not so well in the league. But bombing in the And league. anyway. Considering our shocking start with Chelsea. It is a mystery, though. This is one, isn't it? Is Ranieri a good manager? This is, this is another feature we've never done. We've talked about a million times. Is he good? Is he good? I mean, he must be. He won the league. Got to be good. That's the I first league title he's ever won. That's you, the first league title he's ever won. Do you re- reckon an element of Ranieri winning was just luck? Did all the stars yeah. align? Is it luck? Yeah. I don't think it's. I don't think it's. I think he, at every turn, his press conferences and, and what he kind of said in terms of the the, because what you do say in the media does come back to the players and does affect your your psyche and your outlook. Mm. And even now, like he said, oh, I'm angry. I'm angry at our Premier League form. That's a smart way of saying it. 
not disappointed that we can't do it there yeah. because he goes he's then going look we, we've shown we can in terms of confidence you can retain the confidence by going look how good we are lads mm. now let's go and do it in the Premier League I'm angry at that so I think he, I think he is a good manager but I think you do need a hell of a lot of luck yeah. in football uh, yeah it, it just aligned for them last season didn't it here's a mystery who can solve England's left side problem that was one for ages, yeah. isn't it? Alan Thompson. Where are all the left-footed players? We have people like, what was his name? Frogger, playing for England. Frogger. Thompson. Thompson, mm. absolutely. All right. Steve Guppy. Yeah. Export Val, actually. Um, here's another good one as well. Why did Torres go shit? Yeah. Good English there. Why did he go shit? Why did Torres go shit? <laughs> Why did he go shit? Injured? Was it? Don't know. He was clashing he kept having a lot of false starts. The thing is, he's gone on. He does all right at Atletico Madrid now. He doesn't play though. He doesn't play. He's not he's really, really set play. Line, He does he? play though. He's still they're a massive club though, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just get the odd goal. But not this. Yeah, not this season. They've they've brought in a couple of um, couple of other forwards like Kevin Gamero, but he, he doesn't really play. But last couple of seasons, he scored. He's, he's a decent he, amount. He's done of goals. well enough. To, I think it, it helps that it's his club, his boyhood club. But it it is it is a mystery. It's one that. What happened to Mido? <laughs> Hasn't he got a kebab shop? He's got, yeah, I don't know. No, he's no, a manager <laughs> somewhere. Really? And what was it? There's a few players like that. Remember the, the, remember we, Steve Marlowe. We haven't really answered any of these yet. Have no. we, uh, Do you remember the, the Wigan striker? Is it Zaki or something like that? He had a storming start yeah. this season and then just disappeared for the face of the earth. Yeah. Wigan striker. Egyptian, isn't it? Is it Zaki or something yeah, like yeah. that? Oh, yeah, yeah. He scored an amazing worldy goal at Anfield. I can't remember kicks away. Um, yeah, we've not answered any of these. We've, we've just if you know the answer to any of these mysteries... What about so. what what was actually said to Zidane before he headbutted Matarazzi? I I hope someone revealed that. I think he said we will beat you on penalties. Yeah. And it did his head in. You're playing. You're playing so so. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, heartbreak. Um, last one because we're going on with this a bit now. And I like this one. This was Irwin's one. Quite simply, why did Carlo Torre take diet pills? <laughs> Has anyone got an answer to that? He looks like he's one that'll get chubby when he's done. Wasn't he already chubby? Yeah, but you, you, he's got a big bum, isn't he? You're playing yeah. for a professional football club and you train every day. I don't think you need diet pills. You shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't. But I think if you're, you're there's a difference though. There's a difference between like 26% body fat and 2.6. 12, 12%. That's when the abs start coming out, isn't it? Big time. Well, you don't. <laughs> and <laughs> if you're you're managed, you're getting weighed all the time. You manage to right. get, you need to get to twelve percent before we can play you or something. Do you like Weight Watchers? They all just have to stand yeah. up on the scales and go, "Yeah, you've lost this yeah. much this week." Well done. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he was getting bullied by his, his colleagues, and, and he felt the pressure. Dust. To... Anybody? <laughs> Dust. Yeah, yeah. Everybody really that one either. Football mysteries solved every week on Great Test Rugby Lab. Or just put out there, and you can answer them for us. Yeah, if you're good. Okay. You're great. If you want. Uh, what I've else got, we got? I've got a question. I've got two questions. Oh, oh. one question. is do the random thing. Yeah, yeah. Does someone want to do that for me? Yeah, I'll do it. Ready? It's normally it's normally mastermind, but this time it is. Would you like me to play it now, Craig? Yeah, just let's go for it. And randomizer says. <laughs> <laughs> is that a dog? That do is a dog. Do it again. Do it again. That's a better one. Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. It's classic in every every way. Whenever I do a question like this, it, it, this cliche Craig's question is, um, "Would you rather?" <laughs> My favourite. Would you rather? <laughs> would you rather score a last minute winning goal to win the World Cup for England, <laughs> or, <always> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Or would you rather score a last-minute winning goal to win the European Cup for your club? Oh, that's a good question. It's a good question, isn't it? It's well, quite I feel like we've had very similar yeah. ones. Yeah, <laughs> starting to straight the barrel for just, you, isn't it? Just, just answer it, would you? Go through, mate. Anyway. So, was it club or country? Last-minute goal to win the European Cup for Chelsea, in your case. Yeah. QPR, in your case. Or... <laughs> that's a great pondering place, Jay. Or... Um, Last minute goal to win the World Cup for England. World Cup. Yeah. Be a legend amongst all men, mm. not just your club. Okay. Don't you? Sorry. <laughs> uh, I would go. Oh, that is tough. European Champions League. Yeah. Champions League or World Cup. Do you know what? Financially, World Cup makes more sense because every two years you can make a lot of money. Or four years. Four years. Well, every two years. Well, yes. Last they time we won a major competition. Oh, I'm okay. They changed the World you Cup out? every two years. you out? <laughs> Eight years old. What do you? What do you think? We really care what you think, eighty-year-old James. And it's just like um, I don't know. You know what? I don't know. I haven't watched the game since 1945. Um, 1945. Sorry, I don't know why I did that. That's God. Well, yeah, I'd go World Cup. Uh, probably <laughs> because of that. I think you'd be rich in terms of the fun, intensity of joy. Imagine, going there, imagine doing that and spotting your dad in the stand <laughs> at full time. He wouldn't be in the stand, he'd be in the corporate bit. Yeah, Actually, he's a lad, he'd be in the corporate bit. Imagine that. I'll get him on the pitch. But imagine seeing yeah. your, your, your dad and, and your uncle and whatnot. Be good. Chelsea coach. Yeah. My son has just, just won the European Cup. I know, yeah. No, I just look. It's not, it's not as easy as what I said. Oh, it, and you've got to make the right call for your family, or your future family. Yeah, I'm still going World Cup. Fiscally. Okay. Makes sense. I still think World Cup. Okay. Where are you, Greg? Stoke. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. You don't even like them. You can't even remember that player. <laughs> but, but you hate England, don't you? I. They annoy me quite a lot, England. So they're definitely stoked. At the moment. Yeah. And you can wash away all of that. Stoke. Your girl. You do that. There's no persuading me. Yeah. It's not worth wasting You could time. win the World Saying Cup in that, Qatar I, 2022. You could, be, <laughs> yeah. you could be there. I'd boycott that already. As a, play, as a player. I how, many, how many goals did you score in your, <laughs> in your playing career, Craig? I scored two goals in my seven aside career. One was a penalty. Any alone aside? Uh, own goals? Never. Too busy defending. Own goals? goals? No. Oh, no, no, no. I've got, I've got own goals. I've, I've got, got one more. Bang I've got one more very quick question. We won't dwell oh, yeah. on this because I've got oh, two. Yeah. This, is, this is very rare, so I'll be very quick with this one. Quite simply, flares, yes or no? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, in life? Yes. In, in football. Yeah, yeah. yeah, go for it. Yeah, happy with that. Colourful. Copenhagen last Copenhagen night. Copenhagen went mental, didn't they? Yeah, I thought yeah. that was class. I saw a picture of that, yeah. It looked. Uh, there was quite a few flares. So you're a yes. Yeah, why not? Within yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah, Within yeah. reason. Definitely. Safety first. That's great. Within reason, always. How did they sneak that into the ground? A lot of people raise No, no, but you know, <laughs> how, you know what there. tight security is these days? Is it? It's not tight. Oh, you know what, someone someone told me, and they'll, they'll remain nameless. Uh, the last time Liverpool played Man United at Liverpool, he was a Man United fan. He just jumped the gate. Just got in. Didn't have a ticket? Didn't have a ticket. Just got in. Blimey. Just jumped the gate. Dangerous. Mad, isn't it? At, at Chelsea, they they're supposed to check your bag, and if you've got a jacket on, you have to open it up. You just walk straight through, and if they look in, they're the busy bag, with the away. Fans. But they look in, they look in the look in the bag. Yeah, it's just. Oh yeah, yeah that's so true. They, they just, don't do yeah. it probably. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a bag. That's an inside of a bag. bag. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Congrats. Mm. That exact thing happened to me at Stoke. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a wallet shaped like a gun, and they they don't even tap it. Not above an hour. Not that okay. Just just to say, because it was in my mind. How mad's this, right? I like a boiled egg in the morning. Because, and the reason, the reason I'm saying this is because you, you got we had a double crazy question this week. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going. I like two boiled eggs in the morning, so I think it's good. Uh, it tastes its filling. It gets me to to lunch. A bit of protein. A bit of protein is good as well, mm-hmm. right? Solid. I've got two eggs left. One of them is massive. <laughs> it was such a big egg. Couldn't right. believe it, right? Popped it in with tea fowl toast and egg, which I can't recommend highly. Yeah, well. I need to get one. It's so good. Uh, How does it, it take? It's a toast. How does it take? Take about five minutes probably. It's a toast. So it does the toast and the egg at the same time. It's incredible. The toast will pop early though, just to warn you if you are thinking of getting one. And no one likes cold toast. No. Anyway, I, uh, I took the eggs into work because it creeps out the guys at work. Because <laughs> what I'll do is I'll get them out and I'll to get the. <laughs> to get the shell off I'll, I'll, I'll drop it these are hardboard right. I'll drop it and I'll just roll it and look at, look at my colleagues <laughs> smiling and somehow it's just a bit creepy and they're all like do that at home yeah. <laughs> anyway bite into my uh, large egg it's only a double yolk oh, <laughs> well done mate that's it. a football term I don't believe it <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a double yolk I've not unless I've had I two have. eggs it was I had one quite recently actually it First made me ever. feel a little bit sick just because it felt a bit alien-y does that, that mean, make any sense we were fucking going off track. does that mean that that was going to be a twin if yeah, it was left to develop is that how that works so, or maybe twin. just two heads Simon's chick <laughs> two heads maybe yeah, um, absolutely buzzing. If you've ever had a double yolk, <laughs> uh, let us know. Uh, tweet me at James Alcott. Hashtag double yoker. Abs- yeah, absolutely. Hashtag double yolk. Oh dear, lovely. Uh, clickbait. Yeah. Right. I've I've got it. I feel like that was a bit of clickbait. That was clickbait. Oh, it, was, it, was a, it was brilliant. We haven't got. But yeah, I did feel a bit ill, weirdly. Did you? So clickbait. I thought I was eating a body. No, oh, I don't. Because it was like you're saying, I was like, yolk. And then I thought, you're thinking, what is a yolk? Mm. Really, it's the Clip, delicious baby. Clickbait, for those that don't know, is when Jay will read out several article titles, weird article t- titles, and then we'll pick what we feel has the best funny potential. Slash intrigue. Oh, my God. Go I've seen it. one headline. Right, let me do let me do random jingle first. Oh, so random I don't jingle. know if I want to read it out. Don't then. Don't. You're wincing. Random jingle is... No, we've had that one. Yeah, there we go. Come on. <laughs> That's one of my favourite. Go. Um, right. Okay. Here we go. Please, scrum and save us. We're rucking a lift. Rugby team gets stuck in a lift, definitely. Yeah. Hot dogs hit by Islamic decree over lack of dog meat. Right. People warned, stay undercover as Golden Eagle escapes in Watford. <laughs> the fact is in Watford. That's what made that Watford made it funny. Yeah. Man who got stuck in chimney after locking his keys in his house. He looks hilarious. Stuck in chimney? Probably not the best for... Try to climb up. Imagine a cartoon where a person gets stuck in a chimney. Thunder. He's got a big no, belly. No, no, no. And then they get pulled out. Right. And, there's, and what they would look like, soot from head to toe. That's what that story is. So don't I'll have a twist. Crows go on rampage and people think it's because McDonald's closed. <laughs> okay. They were pissed off about that. A uh, couple dragged out of hotel room for really loud sex. Right. 12 hilarious moments from the camping episode which proved Paddy and Marla on the soaps funniest duo. I forget that. Live crab spotted getting off train at Cheltenham, possibly on the way to work. <laughs> Is that all of them? Hundreds turn up, funeral of girl nobody, nobody knows. Right. Okay. And that's it. I want either the, the crab, crab or the eagle. Yeah, with the crab. I yeah, let's go for the crab. 
I like, I like, they've drawn me with the fact that... That was a bit of a slow, weird news yeah. week, wasn't it? I'm annoyed because I've been drawn in because it Dog says... Dogwalker sees possibly. River turn glistening pink. Nah. But, but the fact they said that the crab was possibly going for work's drawn me in, and I know that's bollocks. That's a bit Because the crab's not going to work, is it? How, yeah, but how did the crab get there? Yeah. You the crab? Yeah. Shouldn't yawn, really, when <laughs> A live crab was spotted getting off the train at Cheltenham Spa. The train had come from Manchester Piccadilly, although it's not clear where the crab had actually travelled from or what his business was in Gloucestershire. <laughs> Fellow passenger Dan Baker was the first to spot the crustacean. crustacean. After the first sentence, this journalist is just filling. And yeah. You go, right, I need about 300 words on it. What on that? A live crab getting off a train? If I mean, if, if, if that's the story you've been given, you've got to take a long, hard look at yourself. Yeah, you got to get home, get home, what take, am I doing? put your coat down. What am I doing? Yeah, and you just sit down and you just go. <sighs> it's not working. No. It's not it, is it? Um, right, fellow passenger was first to spot the crustacean. He tweeted, there's a live fucking crab at the Cheltenham <laughs> train station. What the fuck? Eight retweets. Five likes. And Bethany Jenkins, 17. So no one had any idea where the crab had come from. And Be- Bethany Jenkins, imagine... You know, celebrity Big Brother, it just gets worse and worse. And like she's celebs. on it. Imagine she's on it. Yeah. Uh, Imagine the crab's on it. <laughs> yeah. It was just crawling through the D carriage, specifically. <laughs> and people were quite shocked and making jokes. Is there a picture? Uh, there is a picture. Of the crab? Behind the yellow line. Respectful. Yeah. She's good. Uh, it was just crawling. Yeah, done that. When we stopped at Cheltenham, some people picked it up and put it on the platform and told one of the conductors. He managed to find a bag to put it in and he took it up to the office. I've no clue how it got on. When contacted for comment, cross country. Who's making that call? Yeah. The journalist again. Yeah. Who's the journalist? Let's name and shame. Ashitha Nagesh. You poor thing. Not only like he, do, he doesn't want to do this, though, does he? He wants hard hitting news. Oh, is it? Yeah. Um, where are we? She doesn't want to do it. When contacted for comment, cross-country trains said the crab was scored off. Scored. Was again tried what? to sidestep pain. Grabbed it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Like that. Oh, I, sense think, of humor, I think she's that. made the best of a bad article there. She's, yeah. I think she's inject, injected quite a lot of humour into that. I like that. I mean, probably the worst article I've ever read. Mm. It's up there. I think it's quite amusing. I mean, they get you through the day. I think even you know, like that side reading that and finishing it, I personally felt. Like sorry. I felt like after the first two sentences we made a mistake. I know, I thought it was alright. <laughs> I think she made she made the best out of a bad article. She did yeah. like that. Okay, so that was this week's uh, clickbait. I uh, hope you enjoyed that. Um, the weekend's games, there's only one that matters. Chelsea versus Man United. Nothing else matters. It's a big game. It's huge. I will be there. Who's still got? Hull. Big game. Big game. Another big You're game. You're going, you, aren't you? I am going up to Hull. Down the win that one. Yeah, that'll be good. Cracking weekend that will be, won't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, going on a minibus. You said you're going to a social club before. There's um, I've been there before actually. There's a, there's like a, yeah, it is like a, an old fashioned working man's club that's near the grounds, yeah. and, and they serve pints. I imagine. Who are very you, cheap, Nicholas Lindhurst? Very <laughs> cheap. Nice we are. A very cheap price. It's a great spot. It's yeah. famous. That's a good thing of social clubs. Cheap. Very cheap. Two pound a pint. I'm hoping for. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, Man City Southampton, another big game, I guess. Uh, Bournemouth Tottenham yeah a lot of, lot of weak ones tiny little Bournemouth versus Giants Bournemouth doing their best and uh, I'm not sure QPR have got so don't worry about it um, so yeah that's it for this week probably our, one of our most random 
Mm. Well, that's enjoy several it. tangents. Yeah, I enjoy, you enjoy it, it being more random and think we should have less structure. Let us know. <laughs> less structure. Yeah. At TT4ABL. If you listen to us every single week, can you please go on iTunes and leave a review and, and make it a good one? Um, because that would be helpful. Uh, we're moving. We've got a bit of news actually. We're moving. Uh, can we uh, drum roll. Just so I can use the. Um, we're going to be moving to Audio Boom soon. Um, <laughs> hopefully, we can. Audio sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just so excited. Uh, Audio Boom soon. Um, it should make life a little bit easier for us and uh, might get a few more listens, which yeah. would be nice. Um, uh, but don't worry. It's not going to. Hopefully, it doesn't affect you in any way. You'll we'll be able to migrate you across. Apparently, yeah. So yeah. just keep listening and um, yeah, keep doing reviews because it gets us up the iTunes charts. Make sure it's a five star one, and um, and have a chat with us on Twitter. Yeah. And the Facebook page. Go like the Facebook page. Yeah. Because mm. uh, like everything. It's good shit on there. It's kind of like. Craig took a few little videos in this podcast. I right? did. I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. Them. Chop them up. Well, yeah. Get all the good ones. I'm just chopping up there. Yeah. yeah. Get them edited. Slice and up. dice it. Uh, Advice for the week. Who's it going to be this week? Owen, Owen, Owen. Owen, yeah, let's do it. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I hope you have a good week. That's, that's my advice. It's not really advice. Owen, what's your advice for the week? Mine is don't don't take life too seriously. Just just make sure that you enjoy every day. Mm. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and just just have fun. Mm. Don't watch the Europa League. It's crap. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.